Skeleton Crew 2020 Halloween Special. <laughs> Skeleton Crew 2020 Halloween Special. Instead of giving you one big show like we've been doing for the past couple years since our mm, basic retirement, this year we have a special. It's 2020. You guys are bored out of your minds. You can't do what you really want to do. Things are limited. So when there's normally limits, when we have one show every October of every year, now we have eight. We are talking about Motel Hell from 1980. In which a seemingly friendly farmer and his sister kidnap unsuspecting travelers and bury them alive, using them to create the special meat they're famous for. Because after all, it takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Woo! And I can't believe the synopsis just gave that away, but whatever. Um, <laughs> because it doesn't matter. The movie's from, 19, the movie's from 1980, so most people know it. Although, I thought they did, but turns out we're going to find out. Not everyone did. Uh, this is directed by Kevin Connor and um, stars, first and foremost, Rory Calhoun, the great Rory Calhoun as Farmer Vincent. Um, Rory was, uh, he used to be, years and years before this, he was a cowboy star. And then in his later years, you would see him pop up in a lot of horror, like cheaper horror movies, because that happened to a lot of right. old stars at the time they would end up in horror movies so you see him here you've got paul link is his brother bruce who was also the cop who most people well at least people my age would know as grossman from the from chips uh nancy person ida yeah see uh (laughs) nina axelrod (laughs) plays and we have the phenomenal wolfman jack yeah. The legendary Wolfman Jack <laughs> playing a reverend who looks at porn, but, you know, there's that. Oh, but, that uh, guy? Let, let's not forget that these are brothers, yet Calhoun was 26 years older than Link. <laughs> That's family planning, guys. Yeah. <laughs> years in the making. They're like, I'm just not ready yet. Uh, Ten years later, are you ready to have another? Uh, honey, I just think we should hold off. Okay. Now she's like you 46 know, years 16 old. 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was sort of like his, you know, daddy brother, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right? One after another they come. Never hearing those sounds from the secret garden. Never suspecting they will soon be making those sounds. One after another, they check in and pray for the day they can check out. Motel Hell. Coming October 31st from United Artists. Just in time for Halloween. What happens here is that uh, there is a motel. It's called Motel Hello, um, but the O is is blinking. 
And so it's Motel Hell. We're first introduced to Farmer Vincent when uh, this family is leaving and he smelt he, he smells. He sells these smoked meats that he's apparently famous for, but only within like I, I think he said a hundred mile radius because he did not use preservatives. And uh, so people come from all around to buy his smoked meats to stay at this motel and having no idea that there are sinister things going on. And we meet Terry, who she gets into an accident with her boyfriend, and <laughs> she the, Vincent takes her back to his his house and lets her sleep it off and wake up and everything. And when she wakes up, she's like, "Oh, where's my boyfriend?" And he's like, "Oh, well, we buried him." Now, first of all, what? Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, you can't do that. And like Bruce even said, you know, well, actually, I think Bruce first defends him, and then he's just like, oh no, no. But you can't. That makes no sense at all. You don't just like find a dead body and then like, oh, gotta gotta bury it. Like it's that's not how it works. But for whatever reason, she doesn't run away screaming when he tells her that. Um, <laughs> but then she ends up staying on the farm with his crazy sister Ida, who is a mess, and. uh I love that song. You're eating out my heart and soul, babe. <laughs> She's like eating a chicken leg dipped in peanut butter and singing oh, that song. <laughs> but uh, you got, I mean, the characters here, that, that, is, that is what I love most about it. These characters are crazy. Like, they're just nuts. You've got, like, not Sonny Bono and a plastic tutu getting all oiled that up. That was with- not Sonny Bono, wow! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, his girlfriend, and because uh, they're stomach, they're coming to stay at this hotel because they think it's a swing a swingers motel. Um, it's not, but uh, we've got Clavin, who is part of this like really rough band that gets into an accident and they get caught, and then we have some ski instructors who are traveling on the road and they get they get caught so we have all kinds of different characters here i think they're all very unique and fun and this is just one of those it's a movie that kind of like tour it's like a lighter texas chainsaw um like really like really lighter toby hooper was supposed to direct this movie and see i believe um it's Funny that you said that because I was just like, oh, this movie completely ripped off Texas Chainsaw 2. And then I'm like, I looked at the years. I was like, oh. Yeah, apparently <laughs> nope. not. Yeah, The other way around, apparently. But um, but it has that, uh, you know, that backwoods uh, crazy family vibe, you know, or like a, a tourist trap, which is another one of my favorite movies. Um, so this is just one that it used to play all the time on Saturday, Sunday afternoons. And that's where I fell in love with it when I was a little bitty. And uh, it was oh. just one of the movies that used to be in rotation all the time back in the day. And yeah, I grew up with it, have always loved it, still love it now. And I wanted to oh. share that with you guys. Um, now, I know that, uh, I know what one of you is <laughs> thinking, maybe. I don't know. But I'm kind of curious about Alex because I haven't really talked. I haven't heard anything yeah. from 
about this. What is, what are your thoughts on Motel Hell? Uh, my thoughts are that I love that this movie was even made. I mean, who read the premise and said, yeah, let's do this, you know? Like, what actor, like, what were the actors thinking, uh, the ones who, who read for the, the head patch? <laughs> like, they were like, oh, so I'm gonna <laughs> just sit there and gargle and have all these bizarre noises come out? Like, it's just, like, the absurdity. Everything about this movie's absurd. Even the little stuff, like, these customers come there to buy meats at this guy's place and he walks up to your private personal vehicle and sticks one of these goddamn bumper stickers on your car I'm like dude get that fucking thing off my car I don't want that shit on my car like <laughs> right how brazen and is the guy's it? happy about it right the guy's like Oh, I was, that's, that's what this car needed. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, everything's absurd. Even, like, Jamie said, burying this dude. Like, oh, well, we buried him already. Like, what? I just woke up. What do you mean you fucking buried him? Then, like, they're gonna. Under extenuating circumstances, he says. Like, what, what circumstances? Excuse me? He fell off a motorcycle or whatever. Like, right. what's so extraneous? Like, and then right. they're gonna keep this girl there, they said. Like, and what, use her as help? Is that what you normally do when someone's re- has a motor vehicle accident nearby? And you just sure. keep, keep them there? Like, doesn't she have to, like, go home and go back to work? Or doesn't she have, like, a life? Does she have to question any of this? Right, yeah. She just <laughs> says, oh, so what? I just stay here now? Is that what we do? Like, Till you, till you're better. Who are you to determine what's better? And didn't that shit kind of remind you of Amy Steele a little bit? Yes. Right. That would have been. I wish she was cast for this. I mean, this girl was good and did a good job, but I kept getting this Amy Steele vibes. So I was like, ah, I just want her instead. But uh, yeah, like the absurdity. A pumpkin. I mean, a pumpkin. A cabbage patch of human heads. Bodies buried in the dirt, vocal cords severed, and they make this horrific, haunting, gargling sound constantly. And they feed them until they're ready for harvest uh, for sausage meat. You can't even see how fat they're getting. How the hell would you know they're ready for harvest? <laughs> no, that doesn't – it doesn't make any sense at all because apparently he thinks his meat is ready to eat when it's been stewing in its feces and urine for – days at a time and i and i wondered like i mean there are things that don't make any sense like when he harvests he's harvesting people that haven't been there as long as some of the ones that he left so what are you waiting for i don't understand what's the sign how do you know they're done when does the needle pop out exactly (laughs) sick of thermometer and i love how they try to give this this movie like some normal plot points like the the love triangle with vincent his brother and this chick like oh okay right now we're doing some normal shit here that's that's weird and like and and Terry's attracted to Vincent eventually, and I'm just getting like oh, sleepaway camp God. vibes of Mel and Meg. I'm just like, oh, is this like a thing that happens back then? <laughs> and then then you get this like revenge of the the cabbage patch heads at the end of the movie. It's just fucking hilarious. Like this can't be seen as anything serious at all. But it's weird. It, it toes this weird line of being like a straight-up horror film and a black comedy. And I know, like, weren't they even struggling with how they promoted this? Like, they didn't want to write, uh, like, You'll Die Laughing or something was on a few of the posters, and they really didn't (laughs) want... They started changing their mind and how they want to present this to people. And, like, I don't know how you present something like this. And then you try to to play it off with this, um, this 
epic battle with chainsaws and a pig mask and everything. And then you get this character moment where he admits at the very end he used preservatives because, you know, that's what the whole movie was hanging on. <laughs> like, it's after just... all that. <laughs> I love that. I love right. it. I used preservative <laughs> oh shit well then forget everything else yeah so right. like i always knew that this movie was uh kind of weird but i did get the blu-ray and everything i am into it i definitely try to watch it like on a late saturday night like every five years or so um it was great watching it for this uh halloween special we're doing and knowing Dan has never seen this, I couldn't be giddier if I literally tried. So I am, and I know how Dan reacts to certain things. <laughs> so as I'm watching this, I'm just smirking, thinking of him watching this. So I cannot wait to get Dan's take on Motel. Hello. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I was sitting there wondering, what did I do to these guys? Why are they so mad at me? <laughs> But they made me fucking watch this thing. No, okay. This is another one. This is another movie that um, it's always been around. You always hear people talking about it. A lot of people watch it, you know, during during the Halloween season, whether it be September, October, to get you in the mood or whatever. So I was like, yeah, you know, here, here's the perfect opportunity. I gotta be honest with you guys. I hated every fucking second of the Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking second besides a couple of lines. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You mentioned uh, Taurus Trap, Jamie. I didn't like that either. So I'm thinking, well, maybe this just isn't my jam. Mm. Like, maybe I, I don't How know. the hell do you and not like Taurus Trap? What is that about? That chick was so hot, dude. Jimmy, I saw the first fucking 20 minutes of it, and there was some ghost shit. It was so stupid. I'm like, get off of my screen. Uh, it's just not my thing. And here's the crazy thing, too, though. We still, to this day, we, we always talk about a lot of movies. Nine times out of ten, we're, like, we're directly in sync. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, half a point off on our ratings. And then this will, a movie like this will come along. <laughs> and we're so fucking far off, it couldn't be more ridiculous. Like, I just, I don't, yeah, I see a movie like this, and it just it's just not for me. Um, there were, I'll give them this. There were a couple lines that I literally laughed out loud at and the pig mask fight at the end, um, just in its ridiculousness. Like that was cool. Like I dug that, you know, um, that might've been the one bright moment for me personally in, in the whole entire movie. And I think I would, I would say that because of this, because of, Something that you alluded to uh, a minute ago, Alex, where you're like, what is this? What am I watching? Right. And you can blame that on just me being ignorant. I don't know. Maybe whatever. Like, it's just I couldn't connect to anything going on with it. I I didn't find it particularly funny. Um, I did. I hated, obviously, the characters. (laughs) I just didn't didn't find this. Did you find it engaging or was it tough to sit through? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, it was so tough. What about the the scene of the weird couple in the hotel room? What were you thinking at that point? I, uh, okay, I'm like, all right. So, I was, <laughs> I was having trouble trying to follow who we were supposed to be following. <laughs> Is there a protagonist in this in this movie? And like you said, no. It's just a bunch of characters that that they set traps for and they fucking get you know. And it's just I've never. 
I've never seen a movie like this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was so all over the place. But here's my thing too, though. And whether people would make this connection with a movie like this and something like a human centipede or I, I don't know, like something like that. Those movies have never been my thing um, ever. Like I just, I don't know. There's just something about them. And, uh, but like, you know, here's the thing. A lot a lot of people like the, these movies, and I'm not going to knock them just because I can't see it. But I just I I was completely blindsided by this one. I was watching it with like my 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 jaw on the fucking floor. <laughs> like I I don't, I don't understand. Like why <laughs> Jamie picked this? <laughs> I, yeah, man. But I, I, I'm I'm glad you. <laughs> I mean, I, I just yeah. Right on, though. Well, you want to hear the real kicker? This is what Matt and Dave decided to open up an analyzer with. This was their first review ever. That, to me, makes more sense, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think because it was 1980 and they wanted to do, like, all the 80s or something like that to start their show. But, like, yeah, Motel Hell was the first review in Banana Laser. So it's a... It's a popular movie. Here's the thing. And I know that I'm that guy because a lot of people are like, oh, I, you hear this movie pop up all the time. And I just, I mean, maybe maybe I'll watch it again. I probably, I'm lying. I'm never going to watch that <laughs> fucking thing again. But, but like, I, I, I just, yeah. I mean, this is, but this is why I love, love it though. Like, it, it just shows you. That like you know we all definitely don't don't agree on everything all the time for sure. Nine times out of ten, we're usually just like yeah yeah I see what you're seeing and I and I agree and I like that, but 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 I got nothing. Jamie, if you had to sell this movie to Dan, like to try to <laughs> to try to say, well you know try looking at this, try looking at that. And, you know, you got to consider this guy. Consider what would you, what would be your case? Let's make believe you're in court. <laughs> oh, well, put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, well, that's funny that you should say that because I, you're out of order. Thought I already did. Like I, <laughs> I, I feel like I threw out everything I had in the beginning of this movie because like, or in the beginning of this discussion, because I knew just, I, I Sorry, I didn't know he hated it, but like I knew that uh, I knew that uh, it was not his favorite. And now, does that make you sad? No, it makes me sad because I wish you had taste, but oh. it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! No, I'm kidding. We go this is no. <laughs> I, I fully, I do fully recognize that this is the kind of movie that if you didn't catch this early, then it. It, it's probably not going to grab you as hard because wow. it's a, it was made at a very specific time when things were a little haywire and movies just aren't like that anymore, you know? So, right. you know, I get it, but I guess if, um, if there was anything I could say to just consider, dude, I don't even know. I, <laughs> even even I, Jamie's got nothing. I don't like I don't because all the things I love about it he's already said he doesn't so like I don't know what to do okay for for me I'll say this too the tipping point for me is between all this bizarreness like you said 
You have a weird lo- uh, love triangle thing going on. You got that cop. I don't even know how many times he flips sides. Like, I was so confused as to his stance and, like, is he against him? Is he? Fl- I-, I was just so confused by that whole thing. Probably because I wasn't paying attention enough because I was so taken out of it just because of what the movie was. But at the same time, it's like it was the side stories. It was, I was like, who are these people now? <laughs> they just kept introducing new people and like I, like I said I get it I, I do get it um, I just it, it was such a weird thing to like look kind of from the uh, from the villain's perspective and to see kind of you know all these people kind of come through the movie and then see the interworkings of their relationships and 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 with the girl I mean yeah. and then the cop in the car later and he he kind of tries to rape her at first and just what it, what the fuck is going on here like it's just bizarre yeah. i mean i get it's just it. bizarre one thing yeah. i think is really cool about this movie though that is very different from any other slasher typically we're introduced to a group of people all at the same time that are all together and they end up going into the situation and then you have like one or two coming out of the situation in this yeah. instance we have terry who is our main protagonist she's the one that um that we follow throughout the movie but instead of having everybody like in a group like a group of kids or whatever this we are just they keep throwing them at us like they're introduced like it would be if you right. were to go to like a, a motel where they were trapping people kind of thing. So it wouldn't be a one big group all at once. It would be people trickling in. And then, you know, we get uh, we get an idea of how long he's been doing this when Bruce finds the cars that were sunk in the swamp. Um, right. And the interesting thing to me is that he's been doing this all this time and Bruce has no idea. And this is his brother. <laughs> and he doesn't know. Like he know that he makes these meats. He eats the meats. He loves the meats. But he has no idea that Vincent and Ida have this whole little garden of buried people. Like Bruce knows nothing about that. So <laughs> Jamie, hmm. you just said something. You said a car sunken in the swamp at a motel. I know. I know. I know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hey, that's another thing too. It wasn't very um, motel centric, was it? It was. No, it was not really. I, I thought it was going to be more about that itself. No, you're Do you right. Know what I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, you don't um, because most of the people that he got uh, on the road trapped them on the road. You know, not not <laughs> that the only ones that actually came to stay at the motel were the sex couple, but right. all the right. other people he trapped them on the road and and took them there. Which honestly is really safer because, you know, for his right. business, because if you have people, you know, people would know where they are. So if you're trapped. And you got Arbogast. Arbogast. <laughs> yeah, if there's an Arbogast around there, uh, what is it, Santa Mira or something that this takes place? <laughs> like, <laughs> you have Arbogast. You don't want the people touching things and, and signing those books that they checked in and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying I'm not championing this movie myself, but I do I have watched it about four times and um, it's not the most enjoyable sit through or anything. It's not amazing. It's not crazy engaging or anything, but I'm a sucker for the whole 80s vibe and grittiness and the way the lighting is and the way people acted back then and the approach to it had all that. It had all that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but now that you point out that they didn't have the motel thing very like a strong narrative for that, that kind of makes me bummed out a little bit. Um, I'm not even sure what it is. It's like it's just all about in their house. It's about the sister. And the other triangle is that the sister seems to not like this chick. So she's trying to drown her in the lake and stuff or whatever that was. Well, I think she's afraid that once uh, if, if Vincent gets married and move, you know, to this chick, then she's afraid she's going to lose her spot. Right. Right. You know. Um, yeah. And. Also, there's jealousy there because he talked about, like, teaching Terry how to smoke meats and, you know, teaching her the secrets. And Ida doesn't oh, want that. So that's, show her that's that's her thing, you know. Um, but the, the she's cast- the one who knows apart from him. So Well, the casting of Ida is amazing, too. Like, this person's an actor? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about her death at the end? Like... <laughs> Right? She's just yeah, she's... buried up. To, you see her red socks <laughs> and her legs kicking. That's so stupid. Oh, but I love it. it. Oh, and the whole it the uh, when he goes to harvest the people and he uses the light machine. Right to to trip them out. It's the old thing where like um, if the cows know they're on the assembly line, they start freaking out before they get killed. And then someone one time noticed that the meat wasn't as good. The meat tastes bad. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they they took that and they said, well, how could we uh, put that into this movie? And so they put this trippy light on, and everybody watches. And then as they're doing that and they're tripping out, they they break their necks or something with the car. You know, it's. It's funny uh, that that Dan's feeling this way because even Fangoria magazine suffered with this movie. Um, so Farmer Vincent had this whole pig's head toting a chainsaw, and it was the cover uh, and the main story of Fangoria number nine, and it had such poor sales that issue. Um, and nobody knows if it was due to the photo or other reasons or whatever, but it eventually led to, uh, to number nine being one of the priciest and rarest of the fangos of the eighties. So, oh wow, yeah, it had such poor sales because people weren't even interested in, in that. And the budget for this movie, somebody invested $3 million into this oh. and it grossed 6.3 and uh, worldwide (laughs) yikes yeah so maybe that's why they played it on tv all the time i bet the rights cost nothing right and believe it or not (laughs) that that end climactic chainsaw duel it took it took five 12 hour days to film that (laughs) really could you tell see but that that was entertaining, though. See, I thought, I thought, okay, this movie's so bizarre. Anyways, it's nice to in the last like four minutes, because <laughs> I was like, this thing is winding down. Uh, we we got a little dope, like, like it feels like that's iconic. I feel like I've seen that before, whether I actually have or not, just because of you know the Saw movies. No, and- no, no, Jamie, wasn't there another movie where a dude was with a chainsaw and he had a pig's head, like a recent movie? Remember that? came out like six to eight years ago what is this is it madison uh madison county is called madison county yeah i don't think i ever saw it oh okay yeah there's another movie it's a horror movie called madison county and it's a dude with a pig mask on huh yeah look that up yeah it's a madison county 2011 horror movie 
uh, and and that has that reminiscent thing. Well, he's carrying an axe in the pictures I'm looking at. Oh, I've seen that cover. Yeah, I've seen that poster. I never watched it though. Maybe that's what Dan's thinking about. So, well, how do we uh, how do we rate this? I'm afraid to ask. Uh, I I guess we'll go to Dan first. So we can end on a high note. So, Dan, <laughs> how do you rate this movie? How many? Um, of Farmer Vincent's uh, fritters are you eating out of five for this movie? <clears throat> I'll give it a one fritter just out of respect because Jamie picked it. <laughs> you don't no. No, okay. There were a couple funny lines in it, I thought. Um, it was shot well. It was, It was. Um, you know, you know I, I've seen i've seen a lot worse definitely um i thought the acting was pretty good um uh you know you said the main guy there um you could definitely tell this wasn't his his first rodeo <laughs> see what i did there um no but uh, listen i and i understand why people like these type of movies i know this is not my jam i kind of knew going in um but even with an open mind yeah for me this was a piece of shit i hated it <laughs> We have uh, Dan's Chicks rating, too. So she says, first time watch. Yeah, well, this was, well, it was something. I know, I know I like plenty of dumb films, but this one just isn't for me. I will say the chainsaw fight was definitely a highlight. So for that alone, she gives it a two out of five. Oh, see, and we and I did not not only see that but i we didn't talk about the movie at all okay. so that's pretty much yeah that's good general consensus in that house <laughs> all right uh, jamie what do you rate how many fritters are you eating out of five for this movie i am going to eat you can have mine yeah <laughs> if you're eating four Sweet. of them they're damn i'm gonna eat nine fritters no i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna eat Four and a half fritters. I would eat five, but I'm kind of full. So I'm going to eat uh, four and a half. I mean, yeah, it does. I I have to be completely honest in that there is a little teeny bit in the middle where it drags a little bit. Um, but, I mean, I still watch it a bunch. Like, I've seen this movie so many times. So, uh, but it's not like, I wouldn't say I just, I love it. You know, I just, I really, really like it. Wow. Nice. Um, I will eat three out of five fritters. I like it. It's, um, you know, I've seen worse. Um, it's definitely a movie that I can revisit. I won't do it, um, often, but, you know, every once in a while I get the, I'm in the mood to watch this. If anything, I might just start forwarding stuff from now on and then just getting to like moments I like, you know, cause I could always use that once in a while and, uh, I could do without a good chunk of this movie. It's just not, um, it's not very engaging. It's not super interesting. It's not crazy well executed or anything like that. It's just, I think what really it thrives on is the vibe and it's craziness. It's just over the top batshit crazy and, and it's just ludicrous. This whole movie is absolutely ludicrous <laughs> that anyone even backed it, that anyone shot it, that anyone <laughs> agreed to direct it or even agreed to do the lighting in this movie. Like any of it is insane or even people who agreed to do the heads scenes. 
I just don't know what I'm watching here. It's, uh, but for that, that those were all positives, really, because I kind of like movies that really shouldn't have been made. <laughs> I'm actually a fan of stuff like that, so that's why I'm able yeah. to revisit this every like uh, five to seven years. So yeah, <laughs> it's all that and a bag of fritters. And you just refreshed how much I do really love this movie. I want to change my rating. Uh oh. <laughs> She's going for the full bite at the end. I did. I did. Well, because hearing you talk about it, I was like, you're like, oh, it's not this, it's not that, it's not this, it's not that. And I'm like, man, I do love this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want a five. Oh, man. She moved it up. She moved up the show's average of the rating. 